welcome to the artistry of Dr. Flow Music podcast. You are hearing the voice of Florence because of Daisy Zaka and Dr. Flow Music. Um, last time I talked about the horizontal and vertical relationship. I mentioned that our relationship with God is paramount and it supersedes all relationship and that is the vertical relationship that we have that we should have that will help us to form a lasting and positive um enriching relationship with our fellow human being which is what I term the horizontal relationship so today i just wanted to talk to you briefly about this horizontal relationship. I have already ended this episode on the vertical relationship, which is the relationship we have with God, and also the relationship we have with yourself. But today, I'm just going to focus on the relationship with your fellow human being. As we live in this world, we have different kinds of relationships, relationship with our spouse, relationship with our siblings, relationship with our co-workers, relationship with our church members. It, everything we do entails that we have one form of relationship or another. So it's very important that I speak a little bit about it. I know you all know what relationship is already. Like I said last segment, um, that relationship entails the pattern of behavior. It entails... Um, two or more people, culture, groups, um, society, or whatever, and it also um, entails some form of connection. Without those three elements, you don't have no relationship. So I know in this life, you are bound to have some form of relationship or the other, and it's important that you have a healthy one. All right, so like I always say, what will Jesus do and what does the scripture say when it comes to relationship with us and uh, with you and another another person in this world? I will want us to I want us to read in Exodus twenty chapter two uh, Exodus chapter twelve verse so, sorry Exodus chapter twenty I'm driving here and at the same time trying to talk to you guys. Um, yeah, but I'm going to continue to finish up the book of Exodus, chapter 20, that has the Ten Commandments. And I did mention in my previous episode about your relationship with God is based mostly on, I mean, your relationship with God and what is expected of you is, of us, I should say, me included, <laughs> is that we love God. That is the commandment that supersedes everything. We love God. That love that we have for God will help us to do what He asks us to do. And what did He ask us to do? He said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And His commandments is written in Exodus chapter 20. And the one that points towards what is expected of us, our pattern of behavior, to maintain our relationship with our Creator, our Savior, our Redeemer, which is God is to have a relationship with Jesus Christ and let the Holy Spirit help us to do what He asks us to do. In Exodus 20, 
verses 1 through 11, which talks about, you shall have no other gods before him, you shall not take his name in vain, you shall worship the Lord your God, and you should not, and you should keep the Sabbath holy, and you should not have any other god before him. That's four, four things that we're supposed to do to a, a vertical relationship, to maintain that vertical relationship. Now, the horizontal relationship is where the rest of the Sabbath, the rest of the seven, uh, the rest of the commandments, you know, uh, um, falls into. And what are those? What is expected of us as we relate with each other? Go to Exodus chapter 20 from verse 12. I believe that we have found Exodus chapter 20 verses 11 through where I will stop. And this is where the rest of the commandment is found. Okay? So we're going to start with the fifth commandment. And what did the fifth commandment say? And this is on Exodus 20 verse 12. It says, Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Honor your father and mother. This is the only commandment that has a promise, y'all. So all you young ones, y'all pay attention to this verse. And I believe everybody has a family, everybody has a parent, you know. And apart from the young one, if you have a parent, as long as you have a parent or a father figure or a mother figure, you have to honor them. How do you honor your father and your mother? You respect them. You think about every good thing that they've done, done for you and reciprocate that. And forgive them for the things that they weren't able to do for you when you were growing up. But remember to be thankful of all that they did for you maintain a grateful heart and honor them, respect them, you know, do things that they will be proud of, don't bring shame to them, and I'm speaking to myself as well, because I have the parents that love me, that love me dearly, my mom and dad, they love me dearly, they brought me up in a Christian home, and they, even till today, I still go to the, they are my greatest inspiration. They are my biggest fan, in fact. You know, they've always encouraged me in my music ministry. My dad, my mom, oh, Lord. Sometimes I won't want to sing in church or whatever. I'm kind of a little discouraged, you know. Not right now. <laughs> Before, you know, when some, you know, you're going through life situation and you just, just like when I was going through my divorce and going through <laughs> what I was going through in my previous relationship. It was hard. I was going to discourage, depressed, but here comes my mom and dad. They pushed me. They encouraged me to, you know, dust myself up, dust, dust myself up, pick myself up, and go to church and sing to the Lord. And every single time I do that, oh, boy, I get revived once again, and my strength is even higher, greater, 
you know. So my parents are there, always encouraging me, my biggest fan. They go to my YouTube every single day. They listen to my songs and all that stuff. And I try every single day to bring stuff that will bring them joy, that will make make them feel proud of me, you know. And um, that 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 is that is that is what I want to do the rest of my life is to make them proud. And the kind of parenting they 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 have, I saw growing up, is what I also want to give back to my children. What is is that they're my model, you know? There are the people that I look up to. I look up to is my mom to become a mother, and I look up to my dad to know the kind of father. I want for my children and the kind of husband that I want for myself. And I'm so blessed to have a husband that mimics exactly how my dad is. It's a blessing. I can really go off tangent talking about my my family, but that is not what it is. I just wanted to, you know, bring in that, you know, bring in bring in bring in some aspect of my um my testimony in here to make it tangible, to make it genuine. I can also talk about how I honored my mom. You know, everything is not money. Yeah, you're supposed to take care of your parents. You're supposed to take care of your parents. But they took care of you. But everything is not money. Sometimes just calling on them to check up on them and see how they're doing. You know, if you're around, around them, if you live around them, go there, check up on them, help them out. You know, pray for them. They pray for us, you know, and do something just to honor the little things that matter. You know, I try to call my parents almost every day. They love it. They love to hear our voice, you know. And I also made a Mother's Day song for my mom last year when COVID could not, you know, prevent my mom from receiving her present that I, that I, I got for her. I was like, what? I just went ahead and wrote a song, and I thank God that happened because I, I used within it within three days. I wrote a song for her titled "Sweet Mummy," and that is I, I that is the best one of my best song. I love it so much, and she loves it so much. And she has also asked me to write and share it to the world so that other mothers can be honored, other mothers can be celebrated. If you celebrate your mother, you know, twenty-four-seven, three hundred sixty-five days, you know, a week uh, in a, in a year. So I'm just. Telling you different aspects, you can honor your, your your parents. Honor them. You know, that is the only commandment that came with a promise. It says, honor your father and your mother that your days may be longer in this life that God has given you. All right. So I'm going to go to the next one. I think I have uh, digested. <laughs> I have uh, really broken it down more. I've broken it down on how you can honor your father and your mother, you know. And I believe in one thing, how you treat your parents, that's how your your children will treat you. I, I think, I, I believe that so much. And I'm seeing the little things that my children do for me, it blows my mind. I thank God every single day for my children. I am blessed with, the most, I'm blessed with, 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 with great children that have not bring, brought any shame to me, but they just bring me joy, and they bring joy to people around them as well. So I'm grateful for that and thank God for that. Anyway, moving to the next commandment. It said, you shall not murder. You shall not kill. And that is found in Exodus 20 verse 13 is the next one. You shall not murder. 
What does it mean to do not dash on our mother? God told us not to murder, not to kill people. You know, it's crazy how with all the societal upheaval and all we've been through, all we've gone through here in America and even across the globe, with us killing each other. It's right here in the, in the Word of God, thou shalt not kill. And I mean, you can literally take somebody's life, but there's also another way you can kill somebody. You can kill somebody in your heart because God said he touches the heart. When you have that thought of, oh, Lord, I wish this person can just disappear. Oh, I wish I, I hate this person. Oh, I can't. You already noticing that that bad feeling towards that person in your heart that, you know, basically when you, when you have a weapon, you can kill the person. <laughs> Sometimes you can kill someone with your mouth. You can destroy somebody with your mouth through gossip, through backbiting. You just kill somebody's reputation. Maybe that person is is minding their business, not even have not done nothing to you, but just out of hate or or whatever, you just kill the person with your mind, you kill the person with your mouth, kill the person with your heart. So be mindful, and you will be greater over taking somebody's life. It is written in the Word of God. God has commanded us not to do this, not to do that. And the next commandment, which is the seventh commandment, says you shall not commit adultery. Oh, my goodness. You shall not commit adultery. This falls down in marriage. I'm going to have a thorough segment on marriage. This has caused a lot of divorces. This has caused a lot of headaches. This has caused a lot of suffering, even when it comes to the family where there are children because when there's the divorce happens the children are confused. It, it does it does affect them in one way or the other and we pray that God helps and heal to heal them. My children I thank God he healed them. God is healing my he has healed them, I believe that. Because every single day I pray for them that the divorce that I went through five years ago does not impact them negatively in one way or the other. Likewise, my husband, his, my husband's children, my stepchildren, I pray for them every single day. But my husband and I have been through a divorce, and um, this is our second marriage and our final marriage. Amen to that. My husband believes also. We will continue to put our, cover our children. And I pray that if you have children that came out of a broken home, pray for them. Continue to pray for them. And don't bring that baggage into their life. Don't. Don't bring that baggage into their life. And if you're a spouse that committed adultery, ask for God to forgive you. Ask for God to forgive you and turn away from it. Turn away from it. Because God says, thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not commit adultery. You cannot be in a relationship and be entertaining an intimate relationship with another besides the spouse. And you, it's not only just having sex with the person. You can also be doing intimate things, you know, relationship, you know, by, behind your husband's back. I mean, I tell you, my husband is my best friend, my best friend and my best friend, and there's nobody like my husband. 
and you need to see yourself in that light. And if you think it's not, it's not, ask for God to help you, to give you agape love so that you have that mentality and cover your mind, cover your heart with God. And, and, and like my husband and I said, maintain a relationship with God so that he can help you with a spouse that is an unbeliever so that you don't fall apart, so that you don't mess up because of your mess. And if at God's appointed time, if it's the will of God, he will restore the relationship back to where it's supposed to be. If not, he can always give you a second chance like he gave me. But don't cheat on your spouse. Don't cheat. Don't cheat. Don't be texting somebody else, a female or a male, at the back of your husband, and your husband does not know, and, and be, no. Nobody's perfect. We are God, but we, we, the devil is, has all kinds of, uh, all kinds of, uh, um, ways that he tries to tempt us. But, rely on the power of the Holy Spirit to help you to overcome the temptation of cheating on your spouse. All right. So I think that's enough. And and apart from adultery, there's also fornication. Fornication is for people that are not married. So pray for God to help you to keep yourself until you're married, to have a sexual relationship with anybody or intimate relationship with anybody. Now, the next commandment, which is the eighth commandment, is um, talks about... I hope you're with you. I'm not losing me here. I'm afraid you're with me. The next commandment, which is um, the eighth commandment, says, "You shall not steal." Oh boy! Thou shall not steal. Don't take what does not belong to you. Not take what does not belong to you. It's all in here. You can don't steal from your spouse. Don't steal from from authority, don't steal, don't, don't take what is not yours, period, that is self-explanatory, and the ninth commandment said, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor, oh boy, there are some people that are good at this, they don't like you, they testify wrongly against, against you, but you have seen it in the, you know, in the commandments of God, that you shall not bear false witness or give false witness against your neighbor. And who is your neighbor? Everybody around you, everybody you come across is your neighbor. I mean, just ponder it, ponder it. These are just everyday-to-day things that we encounter in our relationship. And um, we cannot do this, all these commandments of God, and all he has commanded us to do, without a relationship with him. If you have a relationship with him, you, God will help you to overcome this. I mean, there's, don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. I'm not saying that it won't be a pure way you will not fall or be tempted and then fall by the, because of the enemy. But ask God for forgiveness and rely, surrender totally to the power of the Holy Spirit so that we'll be able to 
do what God has commanded us to do. The last one is talks about you shall not covet your neighbor's house. Wow, there comes covetousness. What is covetousness? Envy. Envy is even is even is even worse than covetousness. Envy will lead you to trying to hurt the person. Because you like what somebody has, somebody has a big house, then you're jealous of your big house, then you wanna you wanna say something bad, you wanna buy their house, or you wanna, they bought a big car, or you just just envious, or you saw something good happening to another person, you just wanna come up and say, you know, oh, I'm thankful for what is going on in your life. You'll be sitting in your in down there and be talking all kinds of mess. You're just and you're just you're just jealous. Get over it. Ask God to heal your heart, to heal your mind, and to help you meet you at the point of your own need. When you thank God for other people's progress and what God has blessed them with, it will come to you. Even if it doesn't come to you, God knows what you need. Be content with what you have. In that way, when you see other people's progress, their successes, you will... You will appreciate them. You will love, you will thank God for them, you know. And you will congratulate them. I'm going to challenge you today. How, when was the last time you gave somebody a compliment? When was the last time you complimented someone? You said, oh, I love your bars. Oh, I love your house. Oh, man, your family is a beautiful family. You have a beautiful... When was the last time you, do, you did that? You know? The word of God says, we shall not covet, we shall not envy somebody else's, somebody else, you know. In fact, let me, let me read it. I know I'm driving, <laughs> but I have it in my app here, so guys, I'm good. It says, it's in Exodus chapter 20, verse 17, and it says, you shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male or female servant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. Man, God is amazing God. He's awesome. Because he knows, he knows that he knows what we need. And he knows that Sometimes all fingers are not equal. Sometimes your blessing is different from my blessing, and there's a, there's, there's, people can can be covetous about another person's blessing. That's why he, and that can lead to you killing somebody. Okay, who, who who in the Bible killed his brother because of envy? Esau and Abel. No, Cain and Abel, sorry. It's not Jeff. Cain and Abel. What led to Cain killing his brother? He was envious. He was jealous. He was envious. But he, he led to envy and envy because you killed him. Because God accepted his offering over yours. And you see this envy among siblings. You see this envy in, in our families. And you ask friends to his friends and so-called friends and all that stuff. You have to really watch it because envy or jealousy is a terrible disease. 
who else can we point in the Bible that was Indian? Joseph's brother. They were Indians. They sold him into slavery. They sold him into slavery. But as God we have it, God turned it around for his good. And here you come, Joseph didn't hold that anger or that, you know, animosity towards them. He still blessed them. He still helped them when they needed his help. How awesome is that? Think about, think about it. You are not alone. This started right from the time, at the beginning of time, with envy and jealousy. You know? So, guys, if you have envy in your heart, if you are always having this feeling when somebody is being blessed, check yourself. You might be envious. You might be jealous. And this does not go well. Does not go well. You're going contrary to the word of God. Let me just tell you. I just, you know, every time I like to find the definition of words. Let me read to you what envy is. Envy is defined as a feeling of discontented or resentful longing. Wow, aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities, or luck. Wow, that is envy. A feeling of discontented. A feeling of discontented or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities, or luck. That someone's possession, qualities, maybe their good looks or whatever, or their successes, caused you to be resentful of them? Check yourself and ask God to help you through the power of the Holy Spirit. Because this this can make us to lose heaven. I mean, God searches the heart. Other people might not see it, but God sees it. He searches your heart. He searches my heart. So, be mindful of that. Be mindful of that. And may God help us to have good character because our character is built by our habits that every single day that we live guided by the Spirit. That every day we wake up in the morning we'll say a prayer, Father help me to be your ambassador today. Father help me to live right. Father help me to you know to represent you well. Help me with my relationship, my fellow human being. And um, on that note, I will uh, leave you to ponder on these words. Because there's no other place in the Bible that I know that I can just give you a quick or brief um, explanation of our pattern of what, what is expected of us, what is expected of us, or our pattern of behavior with each other when we relate with one another. Well spelled out in in the Ten Commandments. And I pray and hope that you will take the Ten Commandments seriously. As you search on it this life. Now we'll be back for my closing remarks. Stay tuned.
you are listening to the artistry of Dr. Flow Music podcast, and I am going to round up this episode on relationships. And if you just tuned in, I was just talking about the horizontal relationship with your fellow human being and how God expects us to behave or relate with each other as written in the scripture. And we just read Exodus chapter 20, starting from verse 12, up to the end of... uh, up to the 10th commandment that talks about that shall not convert. So I'm going to round it up by um, saying that we can do this only with the power of the Holy Spirit that will enable us to love God and enable us to have love for one another. And this is also found in the Bible verses that I'm going to read to you about love. When you go to 1 Corinthians 13, it speaks about love and what love is. And verses, 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 8, tells you that if you have faith and hope and love, that the greatest of all is love. The greatest of all is love. So we should hope, have love for one another. We have love for one another. You're not going to kill. You're not going to steal. You're not going to be envious of them. You're not going to commit adultery if you love your spouse. You're not going to steal. You're not going to kill. And you're going to honor your mother and your father if you love them. So it all still boils down to love. Another verse in the Bible is in 1 Corinthians 16 verse 14. It says, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Oh, here comes humility. Pride, pride, pride is a destroyer. We have to be humble. We have to be humble and gentle with one another. Also be patient. They say patience is a virtue. Sometimes uh, we are bound to hurt each other one way or the other. But that love is what helps us overcome. As long as you're hurting somebody, you will learn from it. Ask for forgiveness and grow from it. And don't hurt somebody in that manner again. We are all growing. We are all building character. So this verse talks about humility, to be humble, to be gentle and patient bearing with each other in love, okay? And another verse that, oh my God, that is so important too that we need to, I'm going to actually close with this one, is found in First Peter, Paul, verse 8. What did he say? Go on to find First Peter, 4, verse 8. And what did he say? Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of things. Wow. Another verse of translation, King James Version says, And above all things, have fervent charity, which is love, among yourselves. 
for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. So when you have love with each other, you know, all your sins will be covered. You'll, when you love for each other, you quick to forgive. You love, love when you love your fellow human being. You know, quick, quick to expose their wrongdoing. Rather, you see in prayer. You stand. You stay in prayer for them. That is agape love. Even when somebody God said we should love our enemies, even I'm really working on that one. Seriously, working on that one. And I can only do it with the power of the Holy Spirit. So I pray that you were able to pick up pick up something from this segment and most especially to know how to relate with your spouse, know how to relate with your fellow human beings, know how to relate with your children and even with your parents. Alright. And I'm gonna sign up here and I'll hope to join you guys again with another topic on Faith Johnny and getting to know my guests. You know, I don't usually like to conclude any segment without having a word of prayer with you all. So at this time, I just want you to join me and just say a little word of prayer for us, for you and for me. Dear Heavenly Father, the great I am, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Father, we exalt you, we worship you, for there is none like thee. Daddy, we glorify your holy name, for from generation to generation you are the same. Daddy, we thank you for this day that thou hast made. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for yet an opportunity for me to talk to my listeners at this time regarding the vertical, regarding the horizontal relationship that we're supposed to have with each other. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your Holy Spirit that has put this in my spirit to conclude this segment because I almost forgot about this aspect of relationship. But thank you, Lord, for bringing it in my spirit that I should make this podcast right now. Thank you, Lord. And I pray that every word that comes out of my mouth will be anointed all the words that come out of my mouth, Father Lord, that you take it and reach out to that one person that needs to hear this, Lord, and help us to live a life that is pleasing to you, Lord Jesus. Help us to stand, Lord Jehovah, for I pray through the mighty and precious name of our Lord and best and Savior, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. All right, you all have a blessed day, and thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you so much for listening. I also want to use this opportunity to remind you to go to um, my YouTube channel and listen to the videos, the music videos, and also in all platforms, and Spotify, Apple Music, and all that. And also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, um, yeah, subscribe to my YouTube and also my Facebook page, the Attitude of Dr. Soul Music. All right. Um, and also remember to share this podcast so that other people will learn how to relate with each other. We need a lot of a lot of these segments, a lot of these topics in this world that is full of evil, but there's a, lot, a whole lot of good that is in it as well because... 
God reigns supreme and God is still in the business of healing people and bringing people closer to him. Closer to him. All right. You all stay blessed. And um, I'll catch you all on my next topic on St. Johnny and getting to know my guest. Bye-bye. Dream Alive, brought to you by Florence Isigusa Davis. Enjoy this musical segment. Remember, this music is available on all digital platforms and also at my website at drflowmusic.com shop. You can, you can download or you can purchase the actual CD of Dream Alive. This is actually my debut CD. All right, enjoy.